On this episode of Sandlot Sports, we discuss week three of the college football season, specifically what in the world is going on with the state of football in, this, in Florida, as well as week two of the NFL, and what happened to Jameis Winston, and what our picks will be. Would you rather have Daniel Jones or Cam Newton? Cam Newton. Because if, really? if, all, if all hell breaks loose, I know Cam can like make something happen. Daniel Jones is going to get down there and fall in the middle of the field anyways. <laughs> Goddamn turf monster. Turf turf monster grabs a $10 million a year out of his shoe. (laughs) That's okay. If you get up and you have a blown out ankle and you've gone for eight weeks, everybody'd be like, I understand. I understand why you fell. I'm sorry. I hope you get better. He just his his timing in his brain is like, nope. (laughs) As someone who's fallen just because and tripped over air, you have to like play that off. Like, hey, I tripped on something. Oh, my ankle hurts. Pull your hand, just act like you pulled your hamstring. You have to do something. (laughs) You don't even have to do that. You're not a $10 million athlete. They can just be like, he's old and clumsy. (laughs) This guy's like 25 years old and makes millions of dollars a year to run, (laughs) to run and throw shit. And he let the turf monster get him last year. Welcome to Sandlot Sports. I am Adam Capison. I'm here with Dorian Cody. I'm tired of hearing about the Lakers, man. Yeah, well, get get ready because it's going to get a lot worse. <laughs> and BJ Thomas, uh, a running back at the quarterback position, just beat the world champions from a year or two ago. Two I know, years right? ago so yeah, finally got that uh, the monkey off his back. He's happy about that. Yeah, they they seem to be way more excited than they should have been to win a week two football game. <laughs> yeah, but it was also talked about a lot in the offseason. Yeah. yeah. So we'll, we'll we'll get to the NFL stuff in a minute. So we'll we'll start with college like we normally do. So um Dorian, how long have you been a Miami fan? Ever since well, I started co- watching college football in 1992. So ever since they had the quarterback uh Gino Toretta. Uh, you know, Toretta Gino yeah. Toretta? Oh yeah. Gino um He won the Heisman, didn't he? Sapp, all those guys. Didn't he win the Heisman? I don't think he did. I think, I I think he was out. up for it. Okay. He was up for it. I think was it. I think Eric Zier from Georgia beat him. No, I think that that might have been no. Was it was it ninety three, ninety three? Oh no, I think it was the Michigan guy. Was it Tyrone Wheatley? Was no, no, no. Desmond won it in ninety one, and that was the last. Uh, Gino Toretto won the Heisman, guys. He did. Oh, okay. Yep, nineteen ninety two. Yeah. And so that's I still st- got creamed by Alabama. National championship. Yeah, I, I still say that um, Desmond was tripped in the end zone when he won his Heisman, but that was the year before. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> um, but but getting getting back to my question, so you've been a Miami fan for better part of thirty years. Mm-hmm. Um, does the U just stand for UG? It's a lowercase <laughs> N. You but y'all know what they're telling y'all. Nobody listens to me. Yeah, as you. Yeah, as as a Hurricane fan, I well, I consider myself to be more open-minded to the fact that where times have changed and we until we're able to beat uh, a top three or a top even a top 10 team regularly like we can't use the moniker of the u anymore we are university of miami that's what we are so what are you doing with all that free time that you would usually be spending watching football honestly man i uh <laughs> um I, i'll say this well, since the uh, beginning of the season, it's been very uh, hard for me to stomach watching the Hurricanes. Like even this or, past or weekend, the or the Jaguars. Well, we are the Jaguars. Yeah. Again, <laughs> we'll we'll now, get to that later. Don't worry. Yeah, Don't you'll worry. get that it's later because Urban Meyer. Like I'm ready for him to like. I'm just painting the picture. Whatever, so. I'm just painting the picture of the void that is football life right now. That's <laughs> what I'm doing. I'm trying to just make you, sure the I'm making sure our listeners understand the scope of the damage that has been done to his football life. Exactly. So for those of you who want to know why DC or Dorian. Don't speak up as much. I'm 0 for 3 when it comes to sports teams. When it, well, yeah, 
You got my Hurricanes, who's a dud. The Jaguars, I mean, need I say more. And then the Orlando Magic. So I'm just like 0 for 3. So if you don't hear me talk much, it's because my team's is not very good right you just now. Need to so adopt just the hockey team and just be done with it. He, he needs therapy. <laughs> is what he needs. He needs therapy. He needs like three nights a week with somebody he trusts to talk like but therapy. I, I will say this though: the University of Miami does have one more football win than Florida State University. I hope so, <laughs> because if Florida State ends up beating us, I, I, I did you I, I did you hear what did you hear where your program is right now? <laughs> At, you know, like Adams trying to prove a point that you're not as bad as the Florida State team, who's zero and two with a loss to Jacksonville State. Zero and three. Zero and three. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah. I didn't think I didn't think losses to schools like that came with numbers. I thought it was just, they just skip over it. And they say they lost to them, but you don't get it on your record. It's like a practice. Oh man, which that's that's, that's sad. Crazy. That's taken away from the Jacksonville State kids. They earned that shit. Don't yeah, ever yeah. take it away from them. They Definitely. earned that. Yeah, and, and Wake Forest just dominated them <laughs> over the weekend. That was yeah. That was pathetic. Uh, oh, th- th- uh, there- there's a Steely Dan song called Deacon Blues, and the, the line in it is, um, they have a was it they have a name for it when you win? Well, I want a name when you lose. They call Alabama the uh, Crimson Tide, so call me Deacon Blues. So there's like a song where the reference in it is about Wake Forest going 0 and 10 that year. Like this is one of those teams where like they're historically shitty. There's a song from the 70s about them being shitty. They they used and they to beat call Florida it State Forest. Like and they, they beat Florida State. It was a winning gag. They were named Cake Forest for a decade. Yeah. Because they were a cupcake. And they didn't just beat Florida State. They embarrassed them. And I, and I guess my question is, it was a running gag for the past couple of years that um, when Willie Taggart was there, it was Willie with one W and two L's because he'd always start one and two. Or Norvell has started 0 and 3, and yet he's still there. Yeah. He needs so, one more L in his last name so he can make a joke about it. <laughs> <laughs> Man, like, exactly. did did Bobby Bowden put the bad juju on his, on the way out or something? No, or was it, no, no. Jimbo Fisher call on somebody. It, it, this is this is one hundred percent on Jimbo. This is one hundred percent on on Jimbo. He screwed that program up, and and that's why he took the money from A and M. He knew he knew they were going downhill. Mm-hmm. It's like every pro every coach is inheriting like a disaster. Yeah, like there's no. There's nothing to build off of. Well, that's what happens with these high-profile schools. The only reason why the jobs open up because the coaches there know it it's going to be a shit show. Mm-hmm. I mean, hell, you you want to ask that question? Go up to Columbus. I mean, th- there are people on social media like last weekend that wanted Ryan Day fired. They need wow. Bill Parcell because he doesn't give a shit. Yeah, that's no. I'm serious. They need somebody that's just like bulletproof personality. Mm-hmm. to focus on the job and, and pull these kids in. But yeah, because I, I, I was you know, I was talking to some of my wife's friends that are still up in Columbus, and they were like, I cannot believe Day's doing this. Once Urban's recruits left, he can't recruit. The defensive coordinator doesn't know what he's doing. I'm like, guys, they've lost two games in one year. <laughs> Calm down. <laughs> they lost to Alabama, because who doesn't? And yeah, they yeah. lost to Oregon by, by a touchdown. Calm yeah. down. Exactly. Well, I mean, that is a West Coast school. That is something to be concerned about. Well, it's not like they lost to Jacksonville State. <laughs> no. <laughs> or or it's not like they lost to Michigan State. Yeah. Well, Michigan State is good. No, we we called that game. I mean, they're yes. all, all three of us called that. Yeah. I saw that. Even 
And uh, speaking of, uh, I know we were talking about running backs playing quarterback, like Derek King. I'm just like, all right. So the the elephant in the room, which shouldn't be an elephant, is that Derek King is not a quarterback. He can he has an arm, but he's not quarterback. Can we get someone there that can like run an efficient offense instead of putting a running back a quarterback? But he doesn't. That, he doesn't even look like a running back. He looks like a receiver playing quarterback. <laughs> right. No, like it looks. It looks even. It doesn't look as fluid behind the line like a running back. Like. Lamar Jackson is fluid. When he picks a hole and decides to shift direction, he looks just like a running back. Derek mm. King looks like a wide receiver who just took a, a backwards lateral getting ready to throw the ball every time. He's but that's what college. Ryan Tannehill was. Tannehill was a was a wide receiver in college. Some people can do both. Like Tannehill looks like a quarterback. Derek mm. King looks uncomfortable constantly. Right. Yeah. And I think it goes back to what we talked about last week. Miami's been known for line play, and they do not have it. No. <laughs> no, and – and Sparty is Sparty is solid this year, but they they just pushed around Miami all oh, game man. long. That that doesn't happen five ten no. years ten years ago. No, ten years that doesn't happen. No, right, right. it's a it's a it's tough to watch because no matter what you think of the team, football is better when Miami, Florida, Florida State, Notre Dame's good, Ohio State's good. Like it's just right. better. Well, and and I guess that question is, will we ever get back to that point? Because once those recruits start leaving and going to Texas and Alabama and LSU, they're not going to come back. Where are right. they? Where where are all those schools? <laughs> the SEC, exactly. Right. Exactly. exactly. Telling you, it's going to be like European soccer. It's going to be like other leagues. I just think they should do it with the relegation. If you suck, you go down to the league below and we bring well, a team up. And and I, I guess my question is, is the ACC no longer the second best conference? I don't think so. Not I don't know. There is no second best conference. Everybody's fighting for third. Second is a void. There's just nothing. There's a second use of the word void tonight, by the way. <laughs> but um, no, seriously, like it seems like there's just a bunch of bland football under the SEC. I'm not even mm-hmm. trying to be a homer and like, uh, you know, work the SEC in your brains or anything. I'm just saying it just seems like a lot of second tier football after that, like questionable well, teams. Yeah. They could lose a couple games this year with no problem. Mm-hmm. Well, and, and I guess my question to that is with the SEC outside of Alabama or Georgia, who else do you trust? I know Adam loves moral victories, but the, the Gators, the Gators were not scared of Alabama. Okay, at all. okay, BJ, I got a question for at you. All. So when you when you no, look at someone's record, you, you, you see don't... a W and you see an L. You don't see an no. MW. That's well, here, here's here's the thing. Here's the thing. You also exist in a partial void like Dorian does, where there's no hope and there's darkness. But see, when you see somebody who goes up against the number one team and they're uh, the, the line is 16 points, and they didn't get within 10 points. They didn't get within five points. They got within two points. Two points is borderline irrelevant, except for the outcome. If there had been two more minutes in that game, who knows what would have happened. So I'm just saying, the next game could go differently just based on who gets the ball. Yeah, Alabama's going to score more points. <laughs> you would think, I, I think a lot of it has to do with them playing in Gainesville, too. Um, I think at a neutral site, I think Alabama probably win by two touchdowns. Oh, if that game's in Atlanta for the SEC championship, then yeah, Alabama, Alabama well, see, covers. Those those thought processes just they haven't had it yet. It's just like me saying, oh, well, they could have won if the game was two minutes longer. It's all stupid. We're just blah. But but again, you, BJ, you're touting the moral victory, which does not exist. And quite honestly, I'm, I'm not saying it's a moral victory. I'm not saying you a moral victory. Did. It was a seven, it was a 17 point spread, and they destroyed it. They destroyed it against a team they should have been in the game with at all, and they were there. So that when they meet again, the moral victory you speak of is in their brains where it's like, I can run with okay. these dudes. I'm not worried about these dudes. I can <clears> run <throat> with them. I can play with them on all three phases of the game. So you're, so you're saying that a 17-point spread <clears throat> that comes down to two or three points is means that the teams are even. 
in that the spread is completely it ridiculous. means that an 11 an 11 no 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 i'm not a team a team that's ranked 11 that, that is 10 10 <clears throat> spots below alabama and then the spread 16.8 or whatever the heck it was um 17 points for them to do that it just it's confidence for the players to say if well, we can see, get back to atlanta and see you in the sec championship we can do this so it is putting quali- you keep putting qualifications on this my point is what you were saying earlier is a 17 point spread then comes down to a single score two or three points those teams are even and that the the team that almost that yes if they're in the national it, championship yes I mean, we're not talking no, you're about, still putting qualifications on it we're you, having a conversation was, it's, a, it's, a, it's a changing thing yeah but no but you you said with a 17 point spread the teams are practically even and it's a moral victory so then what the fuck happened in colorado last week i don't when, know i don't pay attention i just watch sec football dude. All those other oh, shit. Okay. That's all for you guys to figure out. No, no. See, see, don't don't forget. A and M was a seventeen point favorite over Colorado, and it came down to one score. And then the following week, they didn't even score a point against Minnesota. So what does that say? Whatever you want it to, Adam. Somebody's <laughs> avoiding the question. <laughs> no, I'm not avoiding the question because what I'm saying is you were talking about ranked teams. That's what I we were talking I wasn't. about. I, I was. Ranked. I was talking about Alabama, who is one, and Florida, who is eleven. So we were speaking of ranked teams. So you can say no. I didn't. I didn't. Put, yeah, we were. I was talking about Alabama, who is ranked one in florida who is ranked 11 so i was talking about ranked team whether or not i brought it up that's just something you're hanging on to but the fact of the matter is the people that are in the national championship hunt if they can hang within two points of a team like that the players know that they can compete and it will give them advantage if they are able to meet them down the line which they won't because they'll lose to georgia and they'll have two losses in the conference and it won't matter how did you say things with certainty, but you really know nothing. You could say, I think, or I have a hunch, but you just you don't know. As, as we've proven with our NFL picks, we really don't know a goddamn thing. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking college football. Apparently, I do, if you check the record. <laughs> yeah. But, it's, uh, but uh, again, it's, it's going to be interesting to see. I, I do think that Florida will get the confidence to say, hey, man, we almost had them. So I think moving forward, they will be able to take that confidence going into the next game. Um, Georgia, um, I don't know. It's like when they played against Clemson, like we talked about it, it was either a shitty game or it was a great defensive game, right? So if Georgia can bring the hammer defensively like they did against Clemson. Other teams have already brought that hammer. Yeah, that's the problem is Clemson scored one uh, one offensive touchdown in the last like three we, games they played against the power, power we five. Technically, we technically can't judge judge Georgia's defense yet because they didn't no. see a normal Clemson. Something's wrong with Clemson. Clemson. Sums up the over Clemson, that. Yeah, and yeah. I, I feel dirty saying this, but I agree with Paul Feinbaum. Something is wrong with Clemson. You think those players, you think there's a little tension? Because, uh, oh, what's his face? Dabo Sweeney said he'd rather coach the NFL if uh, he'd go find somewhere else to coach if he had to pay players. There might be a little tension over there. Oh. Yeah, he just might. Because... And I'll tell you what, you aren't going to go from the number one, two program in the nation when everybody else is getting paid and then you're going to say something like that and maybe even do something behind the scenes to uh, give that impression to the players. Yeah. They aren't going to go to Florida, South Carolina, Alabama, anywhere else. Absolutely wrong. They sure now, will. What, what I think is really funny is if, if you watch before the season, the Clemson quarterback, DJ, whatever his name is, he was going to be on the, the Fansville Dr. Pepper commercials. He was on even on the first one week one. Have you all seen them since? Hell no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's why <what, laughs> Tony Romo used to have a bunch of commercials, but they never uh, they never showed him until he got in the playoff chance. <laughs> so you go like six weeks with no Tony Romo commercials, then bang, they just pop up out of nowhere like he's shooting a midseason. <laughs> like, no, he's not. Like, Definitely not shooting a midseason. Can we just call him DJ Ukulele? Is that terrible? I was going to say that. I'm glad you said I was just going to go with that. <laughs> or DJU something, something. 
No, he doesn't want to be connected to that shitty universe. (laughs) 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 So, but you know, I know we were kind of joking about the second best conference. Is it not the Big Ten? His figurehead just has already lost two games. Ohio State hasn't lost two games. They, they lost to Oregon. Yeah. Yeah, they lost Oregon. They, they beat Tulsa by, by three touchdowns. No, it was oh, that's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, it was, I would say Big Ten. I mean, you've got Iowa, who's always solid, mm-hmm. and this year, you know, that they, they could be really good. you got Penn State, who just beat you know, an SEC power. That's what they want to call it themselves anyway. Ohio State, Ohio State's the third best team in the conference right now. And that's saying something. Exactly. And we just talked about how Sparty is much improved. Mm-hmm. Wisconsin's always solid. Michigan, the jury is still out on. So we won't know anything about them. Till next week. Till next week. Right. I know um, what... One of the games that I'm definitely going to be paying attention to is Notre Dame-Wisconsin. That's going to tell us a lot yeah. about Notre Dame and Wisconsin as far as their championship aspirations. So. And and I'll, I'll say this. I know it's one of our games to pick, and I'm going to tell you guys who I'm going to pick right now. I'm picking Wisconsin because what I've seen from Notre Dame has not impressed sketchy. me. Sketchy. All sketchy. Their best win yeah. has now just gone just by the wayside. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you beat now now if a team says that they beat florida state it's like okay and okay and yeah you beat miami so <laughs> come on man no, it, you're, in there, you're in there too now you're in there too now don't come on man me you come on man we lost to we, we, we lost to michigan state which is a solid team we lost to who else Dog, we lost florida state florida state's gonna beat y'all yeah, lost to Alabama. Florida State's going to beat y'all. Yeah, yeah, we lost to Bama, and then we and won. You almost lost to App State. Yeah, we almost lost to App State. That's what it is. Thank you, Adam. There you go. That's all I needed. <laughs> but App State will crush Jacksonville State. Okay, and and if, if so, it's blue, it's going to so rain in Florida. Like, the U is. We're not what is it? Is this is this the hypothetical experience? Is this is this going to be titled Dude, tonight? We're, like we're, it's like a, uh, ifs and buts. Ifs and buts number one. Okay, well let's go by record. Miami is one and two. And Florida State is 0-3. So, as of right now, we're better than Florida State until we meet them in a couple of weeks. <laughs> I don't think that's scientific, but sure. <laughs> it's a transitive property of college football. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't know. No, I'm not letting you off the hook. This, this, this is what I said. It is an institutional mismanagement of resources. And, and it's not going to get any better anytime soon. This is like Nike just unexplainably not selling half the shoes it did the year before. Why? Why? What's going on? You have everything in place. What's going on? That's what this feels like. It's like, what? Why is this out of control? Everything's in place. Facilities, program, brand. Like, what are we doing? And the problem is, it's not a single year thing. This is a a perpetual thing. And it's a multi regime thing, also. It's a multi regime thing. There's, yeah. Yeah. So there's a serious problem now. Yes. And, and I, I I do have one. One thing to say, I mean, it could be worse. It could be like LSU. I mean, LSU and UCLA, UCLA is now like this year's, you know, Mississippi State, if you will, where you get, you know, ranked high because you beat what they thought was a highly ranked SEC team, and then you just get exposed. Yeah. Yep. So so when the program is in that much of disarray, should the blame go more to the athletic director? Yes. Who hired the athletic director that shitty? Well, the athletic they never hit- They never get the results. They never... They never feel the consequences. That group, right. yeah, that group never feels consequences. Upper management, no. They just and that's not skate. just sports. That's just they life. Just, that's life. Yeah, they that's just life. Like, they yeah. just skate on through. That's the thing with upper management. They just go through, fuck shit up, and then walk away. <laughs> and then and they come out unscathed on the other end. 
It's like, yeah. oh man, I need a camera. You're slick. Like, dude. I, I, I go back to the, the bank CEOs back in 2007, 2008 that just completely fucked the nation. They got $20, $30 million in golden parachutes and then had a job the next year. It's like, what, yeah, what the know. hell? What what are we doing? But now, yeah, in in Florida State and Miami, it's it's the ED. If you if you're hiring a coach that cannot perform, that is on you because you can your hiring practices suck. Mm-hmm. And if you if you cannot correct that, then they will find someone who will. I read a, a little rumor with nothing that made me believe it was serious, but the idea sounds good that Dion would be a coaching Florida State. No, I mean I I, I heard uh, Booger McFarland say that. And yes, Dion's got some coaching experience, but they would eat him alive. He, I don't he, think he, so. He, here's the thing. The head coach is the CEO. That's not necessarily the X's and the O's guy. If Dion can sit there and just draw people in with him being Dion, coaches and players, and let the coaches coach, why not? Who doesn't want? I mean, like, honestly, all these kids are going to hear their dad say, like, that's a bad man right there. That's a real yeah. bad man. Uncles, yeah. cousins, that's a bad man right yeah, but if if you're an 18, 19 year old, what do you do? Go play for the guy that your dad says, hey, he was good, or go play for Nick Saban, who can win your championship. Tell you what, Dion's got that slick tongue like a preacher, too. You got to watch out. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You'll be out to dinner with him getting recruited. Next thing you know, you'll be on a bus for Tallahassee. <laughs> and by the way, Dion's also been doing things for those kids in the uh, historic, the historic black college. He's been right. doing, oh, yeah. putting the names on the back of their jerseys. He said he'd do it mm-hmm. for the whole, he'd pay it for, for the whole league. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, he's um trying to improve the coaches. I just watched a video just before we got on today about him complaining that uh, Alcorn state doesn't have trainers. Yeah. He's like, I'll get them trainers. Somebody call me. Like, if you need me, call me. That goes a long way with you to know that my baby's going to be okay and that that man's out here trying to help everybody he can. And, I'm telling and you, I think, if I Dion think goes to Florida he, State, watch out. I think that's why he won't go to Florida State because his heart is trying to trying to get the, the historical colleges and universities. He can do all that shit from Tallahassee. But he won't. I don't know. I don't, I've never taken Dion not be, I, I just don't feel I'm, like I'm not saying, slimy. I'm not saying he's slimy. I'm saying that when he's in Tallahassee, he'll have other priorities. You're, so you're yeah. telling me if one of the guys from Alcorn State said, look, man, we don't have trainers again. He's not going to make a phone call, get the trainers, go back to what the fuck he's doing. Cause I, I would don't do think, it. I don't think it'd take me, it'd take him 15 minutes, 15 minutes. He just told you, should, I'll send you the video. He just told all those coaches, if there's anything I can get for your facility, if you need trainers, call me, I'll get them for you. Yeah, in another video and in, now. Yeah. How do you know? How do you know what kind of person he is? How do you know Dion's character integrity? Because that's what you're I'm judging. Not, right I'm not, you're I'm saying, not yeah, saying that. Yeah, you are. You're saying that because he goes to Florida State, he'll be a piece of shit and turn his back no. on people. He just talked to you last no. year. I am saying that when he goes to Florida State, he, in his mind, he will want his alma mater to be to be what it used to be, which means that his focus will be on recruiting. So, for Florida State, it will be on beating Clemson. It will be on beating Miami. And unfortunately, think, that means that to think that he couldn't time, take a fifteen-minute phone call from a former colleague during the week is absolutely asinine. Well, well, I don't think he's that. I think it's, I think he's more of. I think it's just my opinion. I think what Dion wants to do is he wants to leave the HBCU football programs there in great shape before he takes a job like Florida State because once, just my opinion. If he takes that job at Florida State, I see where Adam is coming from. It's like, hey, yeah, like those boosters and those pro and everyone at Florida State is like, hey, 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 you're doing a great job with the HBCUs and all that shit before. We need your 100% focus at Florida State. There's recruits that you're trying to get from this program and that program. 
So I see what he's saying to where it's like, yes, he can make the 15 minute pro, uh, phone call, but it's going to come after he goes and recruit all these guys in South Florida and wherever he goes and stuff. Like it's going to be when you're doing a favor, as long as it comes, it's good. Okay. Let, let, let's, let, let's play this out. Let's say he is eight and three. Okay. And he just, he's got to go play Florida. He's getting, getting ready to, well, for the game plan for Florida. And he's on the phone with the coach from, with the AD from Alcorn State saying, hey, I've got your trainers. I, you know, we're going we're gonna, to uh, get all your equipment. And then some booster hears that. It's like, why are you not focused on Florida? Fuck you. I am Florida State. Doesn't I was part, I was part, shit. I was Does part of bringing this matter. program on. So that's, DJ, at, you, you know, know Dion is not. I, there. I feel I'm like you just want to, no, I feel that. like you just want to argue tonight. Listen to this. That's absolutely ridiculous. First of all, for him to take the call on the stadium and be a fucking moron anyway. That's why we got voicemail and text messages. When he gets out of there and accepts the phone call. Like you, you're acting like there's not 15 minutes, 15 to 20 minutes to solve this problem during a week because this is too great of a problem. Like you think these people completely turn their personal life off when they do this, especially somebody who's recruiting is going to be easier just because he's Dion. You don't think but, there's a certain percentage of kids that normally wouldn't go to a coach might try to come see Dion now and be like, I want to be here. If they're 11 and 0 playing in Florida and hey, you got to go to the ACC championship and he does that, great. If they're eight and three, seven and four, and he does that, nope, boosters will pull their money. So you're telling me they're going to know their personal phone record to Dion. And second of all, yep. you think Dion's going to take, no, they won't. The fuck, they won't. They what are we doing here tonight, really? Like, what are we doing no, here? The, the thing about it is, what are we doing okay. tonight? Yeah, the, the thing about it is, it's like, somebody pissing your Kool-Aid this morning, what's going on? <laughs> no. No, what the fuck's the going is, on? BJ, what I understand where Adam is coming from. It's like when Dion takes this role, all eyes are going to be on him. And the minute he does anything else outside of being able to it's get a phone whatever, call. It's a goddamn it phone matter. call. It's not, he's not going to answer it on game day in the stadium. Right, exactly. But think about this. There's going to be boosters. You're going to have probably the majority he's going to like to hire, but you're going to have those ones, those good old boys up in Tallahassee that's not going to like to hire. And they're going to look at every little inkling that Dion does. We so, just went full Stephen A. Smith fucking uh, Skip Bayless. No, I'm no, out. Here, here, <laughs> here's what's going to happen. That phone call is going to happen and then, hey, you know, Dion's going to do his thing and get it done. And then Alcorn's going to go, hey, look, look what Dion Sanders got us because, you know, hey, great. And the boosters are going to go, what the fuck are you doing? So like other coaches, I mean, the coaches and team don't do charity work or go to children's hospitals. It couldn't be a part of that. It couldn't be a part of that's his charity work. It couldn't be that, helps, could it? Because that helps that school. Yeah, that's obviously a recruiting threat to fucking Florida State. Yeah, the, the, he's reaching down to basically the middle school programs and just helping give them a hand up. He's not you propping like up the you, program. You act like these rich people want other people to have things. Dude, If at the point that Florida State is now, if they're going to throw Dion out over the fact that he's helping a school that's absolutely irrelevant to them on the side, they deserve everything they get from this point forward. Right, but I don't and, think they're going to throw him, throw him to the side. I just well, think that's that, what you just said. If a booster got the phone call, heads are going to roll. No, if the boot, right, right. So what's going to happen is on ESPN, we're going to see on the bottom ticker that you know grumblings out of Florida State. And the thing is, and 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 if grumblings out of Florida State, program, if they're eight and three, they should be fucking patting each other on the back at this point. That's right. the way these boosters say it. Uh, yeah, they will at this point after this year. Yes, they will. Look, I well, if I was Dion, what again? If I was Dion, if I was going to take this Florida State job. Right now, where I am at Jackson State, I'm going to make sure that whatever I'm trying to do from a philanthropy standpoint uh, with the HBCU colleges, take care of them first and whatever. So then when I take this job, and plus also, too, you got to take consideration, too, his son is going to transfer. And I'm sure Dion is thinking about, okay, 
if I take this Florida State job, I want my son to play or start or be the starting quarterback or whatever. So he's going to do everything he can to make sure that the HBCUs are, ha- are okay ha- before he takes that, that Florida State job. That happens a lot, job. though. That happens a lot when coaches take their job and they just plug their kid in the starting quarterback. No. Come on. I mean, come on. I, I know. No, I'm not saying it's wrong. I'm, I'm not saying it's wrong. I mean, you know. No, what, what you're I'm saying, saying that, it's going to happen, though. And I'd like you to know. Hell yeah, it's going to happen. When, when did that happen? What's the last Hell, coach to just plug their kid I in? I guarantee you. I guarantee you. Yeah, the last quarterback, the, the last kid that plugged their quarterback into coach was Florida State's offensive coordinator. I can't think of his <clears> last name. And that's when Jameis went down. Like he was broken. And that's the only reason he played. And, right. and yeah, and that's not a normal thing. You're you're like you're describing like a lottery chance. Like that's I What's the last head coach that just plugged his kid in and said, you're the guy? But Dion, why do you think Dion Sanders took uh, took the Jackson State job and why his son is there? Because there was another quarterback there that I read that was better than uh, his son. Dion, Dion knows his son is an ACC material, and he's not going to – you ever listen to this man talk? He's a realist. <laughs> right, but that's still his son too. But, but, so, but, but besides would that, you put, but, so, that – No, 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 no. So you listen. I don't know what's going on with you guys today. So you run a company, and your son is not capable of running this company. He can run a McDonald's, but he cannot run a full fledged company. You're gonna pull him out the McDonald's, let him run the company. Bro, that happens all the time. <laughs> I'm not gonna say what company. Not, nat- but that happens not in all athletics. The time. Not in athletics. Not in sports. Sports. Sports is one of the few things. That so, so Dorian make. answered your question, but you didn't like the answer, so you just kind of deflected it again. What's that? Dorian answered the question that you asked, but you didn't like the answer, so you you deflected again. This seems what to I be deflect? the theme of the night. What I deflect? You said what? you asked, you asked him a question. Would you you know if you took somebody that worked at McDonald's, would you put them in a four you know Fortune five hundred company? And he said it happens all the time. He went well, not in sports. Well, that wasn't the question. We're talking about sports. Yes, it is. Why do I, do I have to specify the subject we're talking about? Or are you asleep over there? Like, do no. I have to specify every subject I'm talking you, about? We were talking about ranked did. teams before. We were talking about ranked teams before, and we're I'm using an analogy compared to a sport. Like, are, are well, you with us here? Are you here? I am with you, and, and Dorian okay. answered your analogy. Tighten up. So, so he answered the analogy, and I said, "Not in sports." So the analogy it doesn't happen right. all the time, right? It doesn't it, happen all the time. Fair enough. You, you, That's right. fine. It doesn't. It but doesn't it wasn't a deflection. You're right. You're Pay right. attention to the subject. Time. Tighten up. But when it comes to Dion and his son, Dion, Dion said out of out of his own mouth that he wants to be the guy to coach his son. So you don't think that he's going to get his son to transfer to Florida State if he coaches? Boy, him. that'd be the death nail in the coffin for the coaching career even got started. Yeah, but you know, if he if he has confidence in his son and he thinks his son could play on. And, on a D1 level, which he said himself that he believes his son can play D1 football. I believe my two-year-old can play baseball. I'm not going to put him in the Major League Baseball right now. Right. I, I'm not saying I would, but Dion is Dion the type, the type of man that he is. If he wants to do something, he'll do it. But, but I don't know at that point. I don't know Dion. I've just watched interviews with him. I've watched biographies right. about him. I've read stuff about him. That's all I know. Right. He does not seem like the type of guy to do stuff that doesn't make football sense. Tell me I'm wrong. I, I don't know. I, Me personally, I think that, again, opinion. I think that if he goes to Florida State, his son is going to go, is going to follow. I just think so. So anyways, on that note, we'll get to our picks this this week. So we, we actually did pretty well last week. Um, all of us got the Michigan State game over Miami because Miami is terrible. Um, Do we, is that something we have that we shouldn't bike about that? That's embarrassing. <laughs> I feel like we're lower. I feel like we're lowering our own expectations of ourselves by bragging about that game. Hey, Miami was a six and a half point favorite. We can't account for stupidity. <laughs> but, That's not our job. I mean, it's not stupidity if we pick the other team to beat Miami. You have a wide receiver playing quarterback. You have basically Antoine Randall. Actually, Antoine Randall was pretty good when he was quarterback you're, in Indiana. You're absolutely right. I apologize, Antoine. Now they have Heinz Ward. No, he was that son of a gun could throw a football for a wide receiver. <laughs> 
Right. We're, we're not good. We're not picking good examples. Forgive no. Us. Anyway, so. <laughs> so Dorian. Oh, yeah, there you go. He beat Michigan uh, on that one throw. He, I would put him in between Heinz Ward and Antoine Randall. He had a cannon for an arm. <clears throat> Just where was it going to go, though? Yeah, is, you could you could ask a question for half the quarterbacks in the NFL right now. Yes, um, fair enough. <laughs> so um, Dorian and I picked Alabama over Florida, which, you know, Florida beat the spread. Dorian and I picked – actually, I'm the only one to pick Penn State over Auburn last week. <sighs> SEC. SEC, <sighs> it just means more. <clears throat> And then Dorian and I picked BYU over Arizona State. What was that Auburn Penn State score? Twenty-eight to twenty. So Penn State even mm, covered. That's crazy for the number five team in the nation. You figure they whoop up on them a little bit. Well, they were they were number ten at the time, and so. they got five spaces off the juice from beating Auburn. I wonder why. Eh, well, again, it's it's the, the the Mississippi State corollary, if you will, beat beat a, an overrated SEC team, move up until you get exposed. So, anyways, um, so the, the first game we're going to pick this week is Notre Dame versus Wisconsin. Wisconsin's a five and a half point favorite. I already told you guys who I was picking. I can only pick Wisconsin out of dislike. Dorian. Yeah, I think I think Wisconsin's going to take it. So the next game is A and M in Arkansas. I'm sticking with Arkansas. They beat Texas. Why can't they beat Texas A and M? Um, I'm going to pick A and M. I like their running back. Phil. I'm going to go with A and M. You know, and quite simply because I don't trust Arkansas. Yeah, they beat up on Texas. Yeah, it was a big game. But I just I don't trust them. I don't trust them either. But I'm going with them. <laughs> Staying with them. Staying with them. If they um, can find a way to stop uh, Texas A&M's um, running attack, they'll be in good shape. But why? Isaiah they, Spiller guy, he's nasty. They're actually running the football over there. That's nice. Figured Jimbo would just be throwing it down the sideline until somebody caught it. Yeah, I don't think he has any tall receivers this year. Ah, uh, <laughs> that's it. Six four, six four down the sideline. It's <laughs> the name of the play. Um, the next game is West Virginia and Oklahoma. This is BJ Special. They're both two and one. West Virginia's a scrappy team. I'm going with. I think it's going to be a nice upset. West Virginia for the upset. I don't know how you guys feel about it. Uh, I'm going with their uh, Spencer Rattler, the uh, Sooners. I'm I'm going with just Nor- with it being Nor- and Norman. I mean that's yeah. You guys say no upset. I, what, I think West Virginia, it, not the team. I think West Virginia beats the spread. I don't think they beat Oklahoma. Okay. Outright. Okay. So do they, the, do they make it into the moral victory section of the spread, or are they just going to barely beat it? That column does not <laughs> exist. Yes, it does. It's like within three points. <laughs> <laughs> So the, the next game to me to me is weird because it's Clemson versus NC State. You know, it's no. weird. No, no, just hear me out. It's weird because Clemson's favored by 10. I don't know how Clemson's going to score 10 points. I was just that's a very good question. The 10 point question is solid. <laughs> that's uh I don't know where, I don't even know where I'm picking this game to be honest with you. Because the other games are shit this week. Yeah, but this is weird. I, re- <laughs> I really I really feel like NC State could beat them like eleven to ten. <laughs> Exactly. No, but doesn't I've never seen Clemson's offense so um, just inept. run down, inept. Uh, it doesn't even look like it belongs. It just doesn't look like it belongs. No. Like you don't even know what Clemson's defense is because their offense can't stay on the field long enough to find out. Yeah. Like it's, they, they don't ever get rest. They're always on the field. Like that that makes the whole team weak because it's they can't. Like, it's like Chip Kelly can coach in the, the Philadelphia Eagles. Oh, they should be called was, four and out. Boy, that was, a good, <laughs> that was a good few years for me. Those are good jokes. Des burnt a dude three times in the same game on the same route, and they wouldn't double cover him. <laughs> the last one was the game winner. I'm, I'm texting Zoe the whole time, like, are they going to double him? When are they going to double him? Are they going to double him? <laughs> touchdown, touchdown, touchdown. I'm like, all right. Thank you, Chip. Your situational awareness is amazing. <laughs> Who is I told, the quarterback? 
uh, Kevin Cobb, wasn't it to start? Am I mistaken oh, on no, that? I thought it was no, um, no, the uh, the uh, DB who was uh, going up against oh, Paris one on one. You said cornerback. Oh, the corner. Yeah, I'm sorry. Oh, what is his name? It was um. I I know it when it, I see it, it on Samir. It. Samir not going to work here anymore. Yeah, there you go. That's an accurate. <laughs> that could be. Mm. What's the number twenty? I'm looking. I'm looking up right now because I remember watching that game. Yes, it was bad. Fletcher. I'm pretty. His last name is ah, Fletcher. I think. Okay, I remember that. It was. It was ugly. Right down the sideline. Same ball. Touchdown. 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 Anytime now. So, anyways, Dorian, who are you picking for the NC State Clemson game? Um. It's going to be close. I think um, I think Clemson will win by a field goal. So something funky will go their way in the fourth quarter, then they'll kick. Man, see, my West Virginia game was supposed to be the upset. And I was I can't pick NC State now, but then I'm thinking, is that the upset? Are these <laughs> evenly matched teams? Like this is a real thing. The West Virginia pick kind of put me in a pickle. Now. I'm, you know, it's nice. I need to get back in the rankings here. I'm not doing well. Yeah, we're all within one game of each other, so it's not like it's that bad. Yeah, yeah. I forgot the college football second week was horrible for me. <laughs> First week is great. Um, I'm going to go with NC State. I'm just going to stick with my guns. I don't feel like Clemson's offense is that good. It wears the defense out, and this is still a solid program at NC State. So yeah, and I've got the same logic. I mean, I just I until Clemson shows me that they're Clemson, something. Then, yeah. <clears throat> and and that's the problem with the with the ACC. I mean, it's Clemson and then no one. I mean, the second it's no, team is the ACC is no one, Adam. Yeah, they yeah. can't I score. Mean, they can't score. What? Well, go down well, the top he, ten list and tell me what one one team they'd be in it with. Yeah, like there's the, there's nothing you'd say. Oh, Clemson could beat them. No, no, no. They're getting blown all all the way down to like twelve or thirteen. I mean. I would say like the, the, when, when Clemson plays North Carolina this year, it's going to be a high-scoring game because North Carolina can't stop anybody. Would Iowa beat Clemson? Yes. How many times have you said that over the last 15 years? Uh, Couple? Yeah, yeah, two or three. Handful, <laughs> Handful maybe at yeah. the best. So, And you said that really quick. Yeah. Because I mean, Iowa's got the defense to clamp down on them and, and then make the game a slugfest. And then, or yeah. just, uh, it's not going to work. Man. So we'll see. I mean, maybe Clemson turns around this week, but – I don't think so. I don't and, think so. And see, and here's the problem. There's still only four slots for the playoffs. So we've already pretty much written the Clemson and the ACC completely out of it. Mm-hmm. Um, the Big 12 normally plays themselves out of it, but maybe Oklahoma can, can do something. Okay, so that's leaves three conferences, the Big 10, the, the SEC, and the Pac-12. Pac-12's mm-hmm. got Oregon and then no one else. You know, I, I'm not, not trying to be a jerk, but Ohio State cannot fuck up. No. And, you know, neither can Michigan. So you know wait, what's wait, nice? Wait, wait, did you just bring Michigan into the playoff conversation? Because that was uh, so they're they are oh. putting themselves they are putting themselves in the playoff conversation. I te- I to please let the listeners know. I text you this week and said we may have to reevaluate our position on this. Yeah, we may have to. And I, I, I hope so. This. Yeah, so do I. I. I was I was doing some research for the show and you know as best I could. I went back as far as I could. It was, it was 2002. Um, that's as far as back as I can get actual box scores. And this is the first time in that period that Michigan has had three straight games of 330 yards rushing. Rushing or and passing? Rushing. 330 yard rushing? That's three, nice. they, they've had 330 yards rushing in each game this season. That's they good. actually lead college football in rushing. Yeah. Well, I mean, like I said, college football is always better when the big teams are doing good. So if Michigan mm-hmm. can hang in and 
stay undefeated till they uh, reach Ohio State, that'd be fantastic. Oh yeah, and 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 a friend of mine texted me over the weekend. He's like the sneakiest best hire over the offseason was Mike Hart to Michigan. The running back is he came back to work there? Yeah, he's the running backs coach. Yeah, that's a sore spot. You stole him out of Syracuse. (laughs) (laughs) He's from Syracuse. That sucked the area. But you know, but the the running backs are seeing holes that they just they haven't been seeing in a decade. So I mean we'll we'll see. You know, next week they play Wisconsin. This week is it's a tune up they play Rutgers. So In in a dream world, Michigan stays undefeated, Ohio stays one loss, Ohio State stays one loss. They meet in the championship game. Michigan loses. They both have one loss to add to the chaos that I hope is already built. <laughs> well, see, well, see that they won't, they can't play in the, in the Big Ten title game. They, they're oh, that's the a, they're on the same side. I forgot. About yep, yep. Who who made that clerical error? <laughs> well, it was a way. To, it was a way to guarantee that they always play, and they always play every year, and that it is always for something in the division. Well, you you make sure they always play every year because because you make sure it happens. Yeah. Like I, I, I'm sorry, I just. Right. I want the two in the pinnacle. That's all I'm saying. I know I well, get what you're and, saying. It needs to mean something, but you're, I don't like the idea of eliminating one of my top programs at the end of the year and they don't get to see each other. Well, no, and, and here's the thing. And, and they, there was actually talk of doing two things when they when the Big Ten kind of redid their thing. There was talk of having Michigan and Ohio State in two different divisions, which would mean that they would play, they potentially could play twice in a year, which is silly. Um, and there was also talk of moving that game out from the last week of the season. And it's been the last week of the season since the 60s. And there was a practically a revolt in both states. Like, no, you you will figure out a way for this game to be the last game of the season. And <sighs> and when, when Fox bought the rights to, to the Big Ten, they went like, no, this you they will kick off at noon every year. Like that that was in their contract. Dang it. And and you can you can even look at um, the kickoff times for both schools. Like just, it's to be to be de, to be determined to be determined noon for that. I just game. don't know if that's in the best football interest of the conference. Actually, I think it is because is so? well, because think about this, okay? So that the last week of the season is always rivalry week, okay? So you've got Michigan, Ohio State, Florida, Florida State, Alabama, Auburn, um, and any other rivalry games, okay? And typically, what happens is Michigan, Ohio State game is, is at noon by themselves and then typically it's always it's either auburn alabama at 3 30 or at 8 and then the uh, then whichever time slot is open is florida florida state game watch it this year because they've been doing this and and they're really smart about it so it keeps that that time slot open and it's the only game on that people care about at that time they better not put florida florida state in uh, prime time probably not this year they better not they don't deserve it (laughs) sorry they don't yeah It's, it's been bad well, and, and I guess my question is, is Florida State going to go in 0-11? I mean, where are the mm. wins on the, where are the wins on their schedule? Mm, you're saying things now. You're saying big things. You're, uh, that's, I'm pulling up the schedule right now. Because they play Louisville this week. And and I know it was against UCF, but Louisville's looked really good last last week. Man, they can't, if they beat Syracuse, that just yep. says a lot. Yep, so it, their schedule is Louisville, Syracuse, mm. North Carolina. Oh, I, I found the win. I found the win. Massachusetts. Is it, though? I mean, they lost to Jacksonville <laughs> State. <laughs> like, you, we don't really know this. This isn't even something we can hang our hat on. Matter of okay, fact, so at this point, it might be going out on a limb to say the Florida State could beat UMass. Guaranteed. Well, and then the next game is Clemson, and then UNC. You know, I'm sorry, then NC State. That's um, two losses. Well, the, the game after that's probably a win. So Miami. Um, oh no, we're gonna stink that ass. That's that's one thing I guarantee. We're gonna we're gonna beat Florida State. We might not win any other other games. We're gonna beat Florida you wanna, State. You want to bet some more chicken wings on that? Let's go. I've been eating more than ten lately, so. <laughs> I need, to, I need to kick it up a notch. 
I don't know, man. That Florida Miami, Florida State Miami games just look like a it's, find it's something to do. Bowl. Like yeah, like go out and shoot a basketball or something while that game's on or something. It's gonna be the toilet bowl, but walk around the park, do something Wait, else. It's gonna be in the Orange Bowl. No, um, no, I think they play. I think they play in Tallahassee this year. Oh, okay. I heard it smells like pee. Yeah, yeah, they do. <laughs> <laughs> no, that that was that was the citrus bowl. Oh, yeah, that's right. Bowl. That was yeah. pea soaked. <laughs> Just have a trough in the men's restroom. <laughs> <laughs> Old piss river. Jeez. Uh, uh, pee in the <laughs> no, because I've been in I've been in those. Uh, where was I? Oh man, citrus bowl once. Mm-hmm. And I was walking back there. Uh, it was a Cowboys, Cowboys, Oilers preseason game. Dion Emmett Smith, Jerry Jones, the whole whole nine yards down. There. I went down to get a hot dog with Dad and them, and we're, it just smelled like piss, piss and hot dogs. Yeah. This is before they did all the renovations and shit. It's not a joke. It's true. Yeah. Piss and hot dogs. Yeah. And it's like, come on, guys. That's why. <laughs> Was it the Clippers or the Chargers new arena has like uh, 33 bathrooms to there's like it's the highest ratio in the country. Yeah. Like uh, urinals to visitors. Because it smells like piss. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I'd stop selling. Too? I'd stop selling. I'm about to say I'd stop selling it on beer alone. No more beer. We're gonna stop all the pissing. <laughs> Man, you gotta cause a right. And I'm gonna serve <laughs> nothing but salty foods to dehydrate these fucks. <laughs> It forced you to buy water. That's all, it's hey, exactly as it. long as the water fountains work. You're right. Yeah, this is oh, that's true. I'll, I'll be stacking these bodies. <laughs> hey, w- hey, true story. So when they when they made um, Bright House Stadium, so the first first game there, the water fountain stopped working, and they ran out of water. I heard about that. I think I'll be here about that. How you run out of water in Florida? Like we need this shit. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, that's that's the one thing down here. Like water at all times. So, okay. Well, on on that note of t- talking about the, the pee at the Citrus Bowl, I think we're going to take a break. Want more Sandlot Sports? Follow us on Facebook at Sandlot Sports and on Twitter at Podcast Sandlot. And we're back. Okay, so we, we talked about college and let's talk about the NFL. Um, I know last week we were all just enamored with Jameis Winston and then what the fuck was happening? I've been, I was... <laughs> I was in the Jameis Winston camp. I'm a Gator fan. I was I was pulling for Jameis. Eye surgery, new like an offensive guru, head coach. I was so excited. And like, damn, Jameis, you're throwing while they're sacking you. Just tuck it, man. Just tuck it. <laughs> Hold the ball. Go down. Oh, heavens, that hard, my friend. <laughs> you know, he just I'm getting sacked. I really whoever like is open. <laughs> he's, he's brave as hell. He goes downfield like recklessly, like Brett Favre, yeah. recklessly. and that's fun. Yeah. It's it's awesome to watch because yeah. he's like. Mm. Fuck it. Zing. And you're just like, but he's not right, your cool. quarterback is awesome yeah. to watch. He, he, he is not the Cowboys quarterback, so it is a blast to watch. Yeah. He, was not, he wasn't the Gators quarterback, so it was fun to watch then. But you can do that in college. You can throw down there to the big guy on the sideline. That's what I was joking about Jimbo for because Jameis's last couple of years in college was just throw down the sideline. Throw down the sideline. There was no yep. – and then let Dalvin Cook save you in the second half. Yeah. So, so man, I feel like Jameis is one of those guys that got wasn't coached properly. Like that had to be taken out of him. Take the check down. Take the underneath. Throw it away. It's just, it's just tough to watch. This seems to be a recurring problem. He's super I mean, talented, but he's not even a mobile quarterback either. That's the frustrating. It's not like he was yeah. Mike Vick out there and they're like, "Screw it, you just go run." Yeah. He has quarterback skills. He has a quarterback mindset. Like he's a quarterback. And he wasn't trained properly. And now we're seeing the results. Yep. Or he makes horrible decisions like stealing crab legs. <laughs> <laughs> like I, it's one of those two things. Either he's been let down by the coaching or his pattern of terrible decision-making is true and he carries that into his professional. I'm going to go with option B. I try not to kill the players, but I think it's option B. I mean, 
because we, we've said it with other players once a knucklehead, always a knucklehead. And you cannot turn that off. I mean, Until it, you hit it, bottom. It, like, it's really got to be, you're going to have to have some kind of life-changing event like jail time or a DUI or something to shake you out of it. But if you do, if you can just get by. I don't know, man. Just keep I mean, getting by. Yeah. I mean, look at Pac-Man Jones. I mean, he hit the bottom of the bottle. But he's still Pac-Man Jones. <laughs> but he Throw never up. had anybody to help him out of but that. I can't. CT is a variable I'm not allowed to account for. I don't know how to do it. I don't have this, the formula for it. So we can't account. I, I'm pretty sure Pac-Man's some loose. You, yeah. you think Pac-Man's along with um, Antonio Brown, where it's just one hit just destroyed his entire mentality? Um, could be that. Pac-Man's been returned in punts his whole life, too. And that's until the rule changes. That was a kamikaze sport right there. Yeah. Dude, something has to be wrong with you in a strip club and you're throwing dollars up to strippers but while they're going after it you're punching them tell them not to touch your money there's something wrong. wait wait let's just see that look it, you ever oh i can't say this but i'm gonna say it fuck it you ever give your dog a treat and you're like no 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 you just you just want to see some control before you give him the treat that's all it was now i'm not just he shouldn't have beat him could have yelled at him could have hit him with a cattle prod didn't have to be just gonna get us canceled i'm gonna get us canceled i know I'm garbage. <laughs> now that analogy is fucking spot on. Yes. Oh, yeah. That's a better analogy. <laughs> oh. oh man. Yeah, there's no justified for hitting women. I don't know what the hell I just think. That's a minor joke. Yeah. I, mm. Don't take it well, personal unless you're a stripper, then you can take it personal. <laughs> so you know, I had it on the rundown. I'll just we'll just get to it now. And who's the biggest disappointment already in here in I know we're in week two? But what team do you look at and go, what the fuck just happened? And is it not New Orleans? I mean, honestly, I hyped Jameis up. We all knew Jameis is what he was. Like nobody else was hyping Jameis up. It was just me. I didn't hear anybody else do it. So I think that might be my fault. <laughs> and we and if I had left Make you guys al- if I had left you guys alone to, to not have a conversation about it and you're just sitting in a room thinking about it yourself, you're like, this isn't gonna work. Jameis yeah. is not gonna change. But I think Maybe I was so excited. That, accountability. I am because I think I was so excited that I spread <laughs> it amongst the team. And now the team's kind of taking the Jameis loss together. It was my idea, guys. Adam and Dorian had nothing to do with it. They knew something. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, I just really wanted it to happen. Yeah. I thought it would have been good for New Orleans. I thought it would have been fun to see. Uh, like, it was fun, honestly, against the Packers to watch them go downfield. When's the last time you saw a guy in a New Orleans Saints jersey more than 35 yards downfield? That's true. <laughs> they've been running. They've been running ins and digs for like six years. You can dunk. Uh, 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 uh. Break it under the safety. Snack balls right there. <laughs> <laughs> like, balls got to be on time because if it's not, it will be picked. Exactly. But yeah, Drew was good for many, many years doing that. Yeah, he was exactly. Very good. Like Michael Thomas team. Hey, Drew, throw me a bomb. Okay, you're gonna go 15 yards and I'll throw it, and then you can run for the rest of the yard. <laughs> I said bomb. <laughs> I can't, think, I can't think of more of a disappointment than New Orleans. I've been racking my brain over here. Honestly, I'm going to tell you who my disappointment is. Damn Giants. Like, uh, Jeff Garcia yeah, yeah. Could, could Jeff Garcia could take them to the playoffs. I told you at the start of the season, Daniel Jones is not the answer. God yeah. dang it, Daniel Jones. Told you. That's why you should listen to me sometimes. He went, he's supposed oh. to be smart. He went to Duke. So tell oh, me this. So what that do, do for Fitzpatrick? You went to Harvard. <laughs> Would you rather have Daniel Jones or Cam Newton? Cam Newton. Because if, really? if, all, if all hell breaks loose, I know Cam can like make something happen. Daniel Jones is going to get down there and fall in the middle of the field anyways. <laughs> Goddamn <laughs> turf monster. Turf, turf monster grabs a $10 million a year after 
shoe. (laughs) That's okay. If you get up and you have a blown out ankle and you've gone for eight weeks, everybody would be like, I understand. I understand why you fell. I'm sorry. I hope you get better. He just, his his timing in his brain is like, nope. (laughs) As someone who's fallen just because and tripped over air, you have to like play that off. Like, hey, I tripped on something. Oh, my ankle hurts. Pull your hand. Just act like you pulled your hamstring. You have to do something. (laughs) You don't even have to do that. You're not a $10 million athlete. They can just be like, he's old and clumsy. <laughs> like this guy's like 25 years old and makes millions of dollars a year to run, <laughs> to run and throw shit. And he let the turf monster get him last year. Was that last year? Before what last year? Was last year? <laughs> All I could hear was like the the scrambling noises from the cartoons. The <laughs> Uh, like, and, I mean, it wasn't like you know he was trying to out, out maneuver somebody. There was no, nobody within no, yards of him. No, he, <laughs> one of those somebody put too much paint on one of those white lines and caught his cleat. <laughs> oh, and as a cowboy fan, I was just like, ha, ha. <laughs> this couldn't have been any better. This couldn't have been any better unless he fell into like a pool of ketchup or something. It'd be great. <laughs> oh, it warms my heart. Oh, yeah. So what's that? I mean, was I, it Schadenfreude? Is that the word? The German word for taking pleasure in other people's pain? Sure, we'll go with that. Oh, I'm sure somebody will correct me. They'll send a message to Adam, be like, "He's an idiot." Yeah, this is well, what it is. So, so uh, off topic, but you know, this this actually happened. My wife actually admitted that I was right and she was wrong over a German song. Okay, Learned. now did you sleep in the bed that night? Yes. <laughs> You've accomplished something most men don't. You need a fucking Graduate trophy. Places, bro. No, so. somebody get him a trophy. So she apologized. <laughs> did she feed you? Yes. Did you what? throw up? Yes. You, you did. You did throw up. No. You didn't no. throw up. No. I mean, well, she didn't try to kill you, and she let you sleep in the bed. You got to keep her. Exactly. So here, here, here's what happened. So we were, you know, driving the kids from school, and the Romstein Duhoff song came on. Mm. And I'm sure you guys are do Duhoff. Yeah. And I, I jokingly said, it's the, it's a German wedding song. And she's like, no, no, it, it's not. Come on. Like, translate it. So she pours out a phone, translates the song. She's like, her face just turns white. She looks at me like, how in the hell did you know that? <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're like the uh, real life version of Adam. You can just let Adam's ruins everything. You ever see that yeah. show? Yes. Yeah. You just, sometimes you got to let people be ignorant about things, Adam. <laughs> Just let them let them have their childhood. Adam's like, nope, I'm fucking your childhood. <laughs> I'm bringing you back to reality with a hammer. Hey, speaking of being brought back to reality, let's talk about the Jacksonville Jaguars. Man, come on, man, it's nothing to talk. About. Bro, they've been in reality. They did not. They've not been brought back. They've been in reality for three exactly. weeks. Four weeks Dude, I wish we can go to some, some type of matrix and win games. <laughs> Seriously, Which that's I what can't it would wait take. for that movie to come out. By the way, that's what it would take. It would yeah, take exactly. red pill. It would take Neo at this point. <laughs> I know. And I thought you we had him. In fo- I thought you had him. You had Jesus and football Jesus on the team at the same time and fucked it up. How'd you pull that up? Well, ask Herbs. I don't want to talk decisions. to Herbs. I want to talk to. Uh, I want to talk to the GM. I want to talk to Chad Gone. I do. Tell me about it. No, we already talked about that. He's invincible. None oh, of yeah. this is his fault. Yeah, none of this is his fault. Yeah. I'm just the money, baby. <laughs> just the money. That's all. Exactly. But as as Jaguar fan, yes, it's hard for me to say that, but I'm ready for Urban to leave. Like. Whatever he wants it's to do, bro. Two, games. Like, two weeks, 
two Dude. he even gave you a Tebow speech. <laughs> he gave you he paraphrased the Tebow speech for you. Nobody's do, gonna right? work harder to get this thing flipped. Dude, it, it's just when I'm reading the players, like it's a growing number of more veterans, like yo, who the fuck this dude think he is? Type of conversation. And that never goes well for a head coach. If you're having the veterans like, yeah, I need to be out or you know, shit me out or whatever. You know you could be reading shit from people like us, right? You gotta be careful. Right, right. Well, well I'm saying allegedly. <laughs> well, all we but, got is opinions that don't know shit. But see, here, here's the problem <laughs> is that what, what Dorian is reading is a perpetual problem that Urban has had throughout his entire career. Well, wouldn't right. that be easy to kind of, if you wanted to make him look bad, it'd, probably, it'd be like the low-hanging fruit to go after because there's because there's a history of it. I don't want to think it's that bad. He's too smart for this. Like he's got to know it's going south, and he's got to he's got to have a plan. And if not, he's got to get the fuck out of there because he's going to look really bad, and it might damage his coaching persona a bit. For the NFL, but I think somebody in college is taking him in the heart. Oh yes, I, these kids are getting paid now. You st- you can't talk to him like this. They'll leave and go get paid somewhere else. <laughs> I guarantee I guarantee you right now that if he says, you know what, this NFL thing's not for me, I'm done. End of the season, everyone in Columbus would want him. I believe. That's Ohio, though. <laughs> I got. <laughs> I got to stop this shit. We just got a listener. We just got to pick up a listener in Utah. I got to watch my mouth. Those people take shit serious out there. Hey, we picked up listeners in North Carolina, California, and Utah this past week. Thank you, guys. Yes, we appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. We're happy to be across the country, and we hope we're your brand of stupid. <laughs> so, yeah. We've only had one yelling match in like 37 episodes. You guys should be. That's good. Uh, that's, that's a great solid. ratio. Yeah, that's a great ratio. <laughs> Otherwise, yeah. it's usually one somber show to 37 yelling matches. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you. You sent me that clip of the Michael Irvin thing. I turned it on. I couldn't really hear it. I was like, I don't care. Well, and, okay. And if you had typed me the message and we had a conversation about it, I would have cared and I would have carried on a conversation with you. Yeah. But as soon as they opened their mouth, I was like, I don't care. Well, I will, t- I will tell you what he said. Thank you. So what he was saying was the Dallas Cowboys defense is Super Bowl ready. No, no, <laughs> but I think they found something by putting Micah Parsons in defensive end. I feel like they found something there. He created a shit ton of pressure. Oh, yeah. And and so that's good for us. I'm happy that and everybody sitting here and everybody listening that watches football knows pressure makes up for weakness in the secondary. Yeah. It causes the that's ball so to true. come out quicker. It causes the quarterback that maybe have to run instead of throw. So mm-hmm. hopefully we got six to eight weeks till DeMarcus comes back. Randy Gregory's coming back off the COVID list and pot's not a factor in his life anymore because we aren't testing for it. So Randy Gregory <laughs> should play most of the season. I'm excited about that. <laughs> so absolutely not Super Bowl ready. Improving already. Yes. And that's huge. And I'm excited about now I will I will say that they are division championships ready. That's not that, that saying did. much though. Yeah, but that's not saying much. No, no, that's not saying much. We don't know that yet. The Eagles looked shitty against the 49ers, so I can't even say. You know what I mean? I, I, I we don't have any competition in that division. Well, we should win. We should win it outright right. pretty easily. Right. And I guess that, that's the question. So I think most divisions you normally have your top two teams. You normally like Baltimore, Pittsburgh, you know, you know Buffalo and in New England. But in the NFC East, it's Dallas, and then it's just a raging dumpster. And it pains me to say that because I'd rather the Redskins just stay in the dumpster, like you say. But um, <laughs> their defense could be special. Yeah. And hey, man, I'm all about undrafted quarterbacks. <laughs> I'm all about uh, what's his Heineke? Heineke. Is that his name? I always want to call him but yeah, Heineke. I yeah, I, that, I almost did that, so I, I'm glad I caught myself. But 
I, I, I love it. I love the idea of a small school quarterback getting a shot. Like he got a shot through injury. He played last year because was it COVID or his injury? I can't remember. He was injured. He, he started injury. the playoffs because of the injury. Exactly. So like, I'm all about that. I, Tony Romo guy. Like that's a great story. Like not just an undrafted player, but an undrafted quarterback. Yeah. That's pretty cool. So um, I, I think the Redskins could be dangerous. I think they're more dangerous than the, um, the Eagles or Giants the one, for sure. The Sentinels until I said Redskins again. Yes, oh my did. gosh. Jeez. Well, I have a problem with this because my father is like, uh, you wouldn't know this, but he's very Indian, like very Indian. Mm -hmm. He doesn't care. He doesn't give a shit. He still calls them the Redskins. So it's been hard for me to get away from that because every time I talk to dad about it, it's Redskins, Redskins, Redskins. So as long as they're not the Washington commandos. It's man. I saw some of the, um, the logo options or stuff they're talking about. It's not, it's looking like a Madden situation. Like the teams used to be able to make it Madden where you move your team to a new city and create a new franchise. Well, I mean, it's that kind it's that kind of logos that are coming out. It literally, it literally looked like, like there was a football game where they couldn't get the rights to the NFL team. So they had to come up with like random names. Yes. And that's just what, yeah. It it looks like XFL team logos or something. Yeah. It's just, second rate. it's just yeah. it's just second rate. You know yeah. what I mean? Like somebody goes and gets a dress from Neiman Marcus and then go get one from Walmart. It's like they're both pretty, but something's different about the Neiman Marcus. Yeah, it's just, it's just, not just quite right. It's just, something's different. <laughs> yeah, so I don't know. Um, oh. How about this? the NFC uh, North, though? The, the Lions are fighting, which is yeah. nice to see. Yeah. Yeah. And I made the mistake yesterday of actually putting out a tweet on from the, the podcast. And, hey, look, the Lions look confident. And then they proceeded to give up 21 straight points. <laughs> <laughs> well, half of the Lions look competent. They put yeah. up points. Yeah. Well, yeah. That, that's the thing. Like, Green Bay is always going to be Green Bay as long as, you know, AA Ron is there. Um, Chicago, I don't know what they're doing. The offense looked pathetic, whether it was uh, Andy Dalton or, or Justin Fields. They still won because Burrow threw three inter- interceptions on three straight passes. Minnesota is always going to be, you know, it's going to be frisky. And Detroit looks competent. I mean, they're not bad. I mean, that no team from that division is a pushover. Green Bay is still going to win, but no team, it's not going to be a, just a cakewalk. Yeah, no. For sure, the uh, did the didn't the Lions put up like twenty eight straight points last week? Not not Sunday, but the previous the first Sunday. It wasn't twenty eight straight. Yeah, it was. It was a decent amount of points. Yeah. They quit. They came back in that game. There's yeah. fight in them, which is good to see. What's sad is it had been really nice to see this team with Matthew Stafford on it. Like this this yeah. feel the the energy the 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 going hard for the coach feel like I don't mm-hmm. know yeah I I think Stafford just wanted out I think more so I think his wife wanted out of Michigan can you blame her she did good she how many years she spent in Detroit like eight yeah. like come on she did good well she she was also one of these that the governor's taking away her freedoms and all this kind of fun stuff she she went the hell out of that oh I don't give a shit about her then next subject <laughs> <laughs> hey but BJ I did want to make it to you man um yo. Tony Pollard? Hey, I drafted man. him in fantasy. I drafted man. that man at the end of the draft. He's on my team just waiting to be plugged in. Oh, he's Dude. going in this week because of Josh Jacobs, jerk. Dude, I like toe. Zeke. I like Zeke, but if, if Zeke slip off, man, I see Tony. If Zeke slips off, you mean while Zeke slips off. <laughs> while he slips wild. off. <laughs> W-H-I-L-E, wild. <laughs> man, I like Tony Pollard, man. I like the way when he comes in, like, it's zip, it's pop, like he's like hitting those holes. Like, yeah, I like, I like, I like how they're finally, they're not just letting him come in and get touches for Zeke. They're on the field together. There's plays mm-hmm. for Tony, like he's part of the offense now. Yeah. 
Dallas's offense is unstoppable. And I'm going to tell you something right now. The Chargers did their best to stop that passing game. They backed those safeties off so deep. And the Cowboys won a completely different way than the way they competed with the Bucs. Mm-hmm. Our offense can do many things, and that's championship offense. So I will mm-hmm. say our offense is championship ready. But the yeah. defense, it, it's going to be a, a 17-week growing process for sure. Yeah, yeah it reminds me a lot of the Patriots back in, back in the day where they, you know, one week they would rush for 250 yards. And the next week they rush for a hundred because they would pass yep. for three fifty. Yep. Yeah. It'd be Troy Brown, then Patton, and then mm-hmm. Kevin Falk. Like it got to the point where the Patriots are one of the worst fantasy teams. I'm just saying this for this part of the conversation because the ball would go to whoever's open. Yeah. Right. So if that's if, the way like, it's supposed to. if they shut Hernandez or Gronkowski down, then boom, James White's having a big game. Like that. That's that's offense. You're exactly right. It's like Tony said during the broadcast of the, the Chargers Cowboys game. He said that's how football is, though. If they're down in the box, you throw it. And if they're not in yeah, the right. box, you run it. That's what you yeah. do. So and that's one of the reasons they've been so successful is because they don't let one. The only offensive player that goes off is Brady. Yeah. yeah. Brady's the only offensive player that goes off. It's whoever else is open gets the ball next. Yep. Right. And that's the sign of a good quarterback is how how much you can distribute the ball. And it's not just how many different receivers have caught the ball. How many different catches have those different receivers caught? Exactly. So I'm, I'm excited about them. I'm excited to see the fight in the Lions, though. That was fun to watch. It's, yeah. um, I like when teams get behind their coaches. Right. And I feel and like I feel like Dan Campbell's getting that team behind him. Yeah. And yeah. that that's been the whole plan of, of Detroit for the next next couple of years is build a foundation, build mm-hmm. a culture. Yeah. And then and then once you have that foundation of a solid line play, like we've always talked about, you know, and good weapons on the outside, then bring in a quarterback that you can you can you know mold with. And they weren't going to be able to do that with Stafford because they just couldn't be wouldn't be able to afford anything. So and and they wanted the the draft picks. That was the big thing. And you see why. I mean, they're going that secondary got torched by Rodgers because they're all young. Yep, and yep. and that's the thing. I mean, they're they're going to build through the draft, and they've got a plan. Whether it's executed or right, who knows? How'd you get? How'd you guys let J. Ron Curse go? He played safety for you guys. He yeah. he was all over the field for us Sunday. All, the whole first half was J. Ron Curse yeah. mm-hmm. coming down and playing the run, breaking up passes. Um, I, I'm not positive, but I believe he had interception was called back. I believe. Well, there like, there were a, a lot of big plays in that game that were called back. He is a player, man. Like, I just don't know why he got let out of Detroit. I wonder if it was a contract thing thing. Or, or maybe yeah, he just was, was at the end of his contract and wanted out. But he was just yeah. – You got. We, I noticed it because we've been safety starved for, God, since Darren Woodson left. Like, it's been uh, Ken Hamlin, Gerald Sensabaugh, like, patchwork <clears throat> stuff the whole time. I don't remember seeing a guy – all over the field like J. Ron Curse was. He was fun to watch. And that kind of player can can galvanize a defense because look at Bob Sanders back when he was at Indy. I mean, everyone oh, talks yeah. about how when, when the Colts won their Super Bowl, like had that defense was horrible. And then Bob Sanders came back. Did he come back week 17 or did he come back for the for the first playoff game? I forget what. Did he have a broken leg? Something like that. And it then was it was big. Like a, it was a yeah. serious injury. Yeah, and then it was like a switch got flipped. Yeah. Well, and I, I say Palomalu is that kind of guy too. Yeah. When Palomalu would make one of those plays, the Steelers defense would lock your ass down for a while after that. It's like they were energized from it. It was mm-hmm. awesome. Yeah. BJ, I was going to say, um, Curse reminded me a lot of Roy Williams when he was the safety for the Cowboys. In his run support, yes. Yeah. Yes. He, co- he covers much better than Roy Williams, much more mm-hmm. fluid in his hips. Roy yeah. was a linebacker. And unfortunately, if Roy had been born five or six years earlier, he'd be a Hall of Famer. Yeah. But because he was on that, you know, the the division between the passing league and the run league, yeah. um, they basically legislated Roy out of the game. They got rid of the horse collar tackle, which is how slow people tackle fast people. Like, <laughs> 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 grab them by the horse collar. So yeah, they, they took that out of there. Roy, 
Mario lead with his helmet too. And they took yeah. that out of there. So they basically legislated Roy out of the game. But yes, run support, I agree with you. Coming in like a missile from the backfield and yeah. blowing up plays. He was great to watch. Oh, man. Was, and Adam, man. you said something earlier. You said the, uh, I believe this is where you were. You said the uh, Vikings are still scary. Yes. You mean like to their fans? Uh, according to social media, their fans think that they're going to go 14 to 2. So that I'm not going there. <laughs> Shit. I mean, I'm down to watch it go 14 and 0 over the last next 14 games. I would love to watch it. I would love to watch but, it. But uh, with, I don't see that. I, I don't see that happening. I think we called it. I'll, I'll go back and pull up the tape. That I think we said they were to be like seven to ten or eight and nine. Um, but that they're all they're frisky. Like they will give you a good game. They may not pull it out, but they'll give you a solid game. They're Doctor Jekyll and Mister Hyde. Yeah. yeah. It's like that offense could show up and look like championship level offense, and then the next week you're like, why are you holding the ball, Kirk? Yeah. Yeah. But see, <laughs> but see that's that's the difference between Minnesota and Jacksonville. Jacksonville, you know when you. You go going in that you're going to beat the spread. Minnesota, you know they're going to give you a tough fight. <laughs> I mean, it is I, I was I was trying not to laugh because Adam usually doesn't just like slander you like I do. Like I'll just I'll just sling shit on both your teams and blah blah blah. So I was trying not to laugh. I was just waiting for the bomb to drop. And Dorian's like, "Well, yup, you're right." I mean, it is what it is. We're garbage. Like. <laughs> no I, I know what you mean though like you could get knocked out by the bike yeah you could you could yeah yeah uh you know who i'm liking watching the seahawks the seahawks are starting to look like the old seahawks except with, for the defense in the fourth quarter all right uh, if somebody doesn't co- cover tyler lockett no that should matter yeah that guy caught a ball that was underthrown standing next to a quarterback turn around outran his ass like, he's, like they're standing next to each other when he caught it. He's like, all right, gone. And I'll tell you what, I got him on my fantasy team. They aren't even using DK yet. Right. I think the best he's had is like five or six catches. Exact. So the best thing they've done is gotten like five or six catches at best. I got him right here just so we can kind of talk about his production or lack thereof. Um, yeah, he had uh, six of 11 targets for 53 yards Sunday. So they're throwing it towards him. So once they throw DK into that mix with the running backs, Chris Carson, Russell Wilson, they got Tyler Lockett, and geez, do they need anybody else? Yeah. Se- Seahawks could be a fun team to watch. And yeah, uh, yeah. kind of sad for Tua. That stunk. Yeah. That stunk to watch him get his ribs, ribs crack like that and not be able to come back into the game. And then what's scary is, is like, now you got Jacoby Brissett in there. And if he gets, if he digs his heels in, you might be sitting for a long time. Right. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. I mean, Brissett's not, you're, you're not your typical backup. No, no, no. He's the yeah. best backup in the league. Yeah. yeah. Like he, he should, he could probably start somewhere if they need him. So, uh-huh. yeah. If he gets in, gets a full week of practice, and two is up for a bit, two better watch out. Jacoby Brett digs in with a good defense, an okay running game, and receivers. We've seen this book before. Yep. Movie. Seen this movie. Dumbass. But you know what we hadn't seen before until last week? We What's hadn't that? seen Lamar Jackson beat Kansas City. No. And I am I'm glad that he did. Boy, that was ugly. Yeah. He had to pull out every little trick he had to do that. Yeah. And that's what Tyreek Hill. Get lucky. That's what Tyreek Hill doing nothing. Yeah. And 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 realistically, the Chiefs should have won that game. If yeah. that if they don't fumble under two minutes, yeah, they're scoring. They win that game. Yeah. Another instance of a player pulling his helmet off on the field and not penalized in a year when they're supposed to be cracking down on taunting, and then on the game winning touchdown, Lamar Jackson flips into the end zone. They don't call that either. I, I was surprised yeah. they didn't call that because I'm like, what what are you doing? Yeah. I, I thought the celebration was kind of like once you're in the end zone. And they're, then they're kind of hands off on that as long as you're not because the play or props. Yeah, yeah. 
but I didn't know you could do that. Now, yeah. I know um, college a couple of years ago had, had the rule that if you were taunting before you crossed the, the goal line, the touchdown wouldn't stand anymore. It, um, it's called back, right? You get penalized yeah. on the spot. Yeah. Is that, is that correct? Think, yeah. And I think they took that out because they realized that this was just stupid. Um, but as far as I know, I mean, that, you cannot do that. I, I know I've seen players penalized for diving into the end zone when they didn't need to. I don't like it. I mean, I feel like once you're in the end zone, but if we're going to crack down on all the taunting, we got to crack down on everybody. Yeah. Because, I mean, if I'm a defensive player, how's it try that shit again? Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's, that's how I take it. Absolutely. So I, I don't know. They gotta they gotta be fair about that. They gotta be consistent about it. I'm okay with celebrations. Hey, you get a big play, you should celebrate. You know, if it's a big first down, big tackle, cool. As long as you don't show up the other team, I really don't yeah. care. Mm-hmm. Um, but even but if you're gonna call it, you gotta call it. You gotta be consistent. Hey, mm-hmm. and just something else. If two guys that have just run full speed speed at each other, they collide and they get up and talk shit to each other while they're walking back to their separate huddles. Let them go. Let it go. Let them go. Let it go. This is a sport full of muscles and testosterone. Like, let them go. As yeah. long as they're separating and creating distance, going back and not to their spitting on each other and not spitting on each other, let it go. They're going to talk and they should be able to keep them hyped yeah. up. Yeah. I want them to be hyped up. <laughs> That's some of the best footballs when these guys are jacked up, ready to go. Yeah. So, yeah, I let mean, that go. Yeah. One of my best college football memories is watching Charles Woodson and David Boston go at it and punching each other on the field. Do you think David Boston shot the steroids directly into his bicep or did he shoot him into his butt like normal people? I, I think he probably shot them in multiple places. Multiple David, places. David Boston is one of those guys that when he tucks the ball away, it just goes away. Right. <laughs> I, like, you couldn't tell if that's bicep or football. Exactly. And his stiff arms look more like haymakers than stiff arms. Nah, <laughs> just like, could you, you imagine getting clotheslined by that guy? No. Oh, man. Like 70 pounds of arm. It was huge, man. But he's just like a normal sized receiver with arm. Yeah. <laughs> Got that prison body. Yeah. <laughs> like that every day. He he is what would happen to T.O. if T.O. took steroids. Mm-hmm. Yeah, T.O. would look like Dave. <laughs> okay. I just remember looking yeah. at him being like, why are you not playing tight end? Can't you just block with your arms? <laughs> <laughs> By the, did you see Baker Mayfield throw a defender on the ground one handed after he separated his shoulder? Mm-hmm. He was blocking on a he was blocking on a running play and he was holding mm-hmm. his left arm down to his side cornerback comes at him he squares up with him puts his shoulder and his hand into him so he's got that they sort of scrum and the baker just goes Poof, with that one arm and threw the cornerback on the ground look it up nfl.com has the video on their website or on their facebook page i was <laughs> baker's like uh, one of the, the players started walking back after the play he goes buried him with one hand <laughs> and that's the thing baker's not afraid to mix it up yeah. No, I like quarterbacks. That Brett Favre mentality. I'll yeah. block you. I'll block you. Yeah, w- watching Brett Favre go against Warren Sapp was just fun. <laughs> See, and like if you if they would have flagged that this weekend. Yeah, and it's, no, I we needed that. Yeah, Warren Sapp telling him I'll be here all day, and Brett Favre saying I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, I love that when players get tuned up to play each other that's that's what makes the game excellent I mean, yeah, that right. can that can create some of the best moments is by letting these guys get hyped up to a, a certain level yeah you don't want it to go too far yeah i mean i i do oh. chaos chaos and all so you want them like, to turn into uh i think there should Khalid be a hatchet tree i think there should be a hatchet player like in the nba like he's got 100 yards at halftime linebacker number three go in there and fuck him up <laughs> Vontez perfect with pleasure <laughs> <laughs> Every team has one Vontez perfect. And you get to use him once you get to use him once a year because he's suspended for the rest of it. <laughs> hey, hey, you know what? It's all funny games to you like Billy Banks from the last Boy Scout. <laughs> 
Oh, I love that movie. That movie is dope. It's a great movie. <laughs> I haven't seen that. You're gonna be mad at me. I haven't seen that since we were in high school. Not have I. <laughs> yeah, it's been a while. Well, I, I saw it like maybe 10 years ago. But you you know the opening scene. <laughs> Do I? Is that in the stadium with the rain? And he pulls up the yep. gun on the field. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yep, I remember that. You're sure right. You're damn right. I remember that. Scene. That's crazy. <laughs> I haven't seen that since probably as soon as it hit HBO after the, it was released. I bet you that's when I saw it. That's how long. <laughs> Jeez. Yep. And, and that was the Tybo guy, by the way. Billy Blanks. Yeah. Billy Blanks. Man, he made a lot of money dancing and smiling to people. Hey, so to Richard Simmons, what's your point? <laughs> hey, I'm just making note like how they made their money. I guess all they really did was throw some karate chops TV and smile, and everybody's like, I like that guy. I'm by the video. <laughs> That's what we need to do. I've been going to the some dentist with my teeth. So pretty. Working out. Dorian's gonna have to be the smile though. That's just all there is to it. Dorian's gonna be the face of the podcast. You have to be the face of the podcast. Yeah. We're all gonna make men- we're all gonna we're all gonna make money off your dental work. We'll chip in for maintenance. Don't worry about it. That's what, I, hey, that's what that. our Patreons are for. It's all good. Yeah. Exactly. All the money donated is going to Dorian's teeth to keep us pretty. Exactly. And um, may- maybe we can start a uh, Sandlot Sports. Uh, only fans. That's your department, bud. Ad, Ad, you're the one with the experience in that lane. Adam and I could uh, assist technically, but as far as all the, I mean, I'm sure you know all the angles, all the camera angles and stuff, all Good the lighting man. angles, how not to cast dick shadows and whatnot. Okay. okay. We're going to have a little inside baseball here. So it was a thing today that Dorian posted something on his Facebook account about orgies. And I, I t- told BJ, it is so on brand that Dorian's talking about yeah, orgies on absolutely. social media. There's nothing, there's you... nothing I expect from, from our, <laughs> one of the members of the Trinity other than Dorian to pop up with a porn reference. No, but but did you get the context? What I was saying was orgy. Oh, I got what you were orgy. saying. but Okay, right. But the, not, the, the swastika was a peace symbol for like thousands of years before the, 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 the Nazis got a hold of it. So like, uh, what does orgy mean now? Damn, since you have to put it that way, now I'm going yeah, to no. take or, 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 Orgy means orgy, bud. Man, There's other meanings. Off the show. No, now people going to be like, no. Look, I don't want everything. I'm just an asshole. I have to educate, too. <laughs> no, but like, you know, definition's got the definition number one, definition number two. That's what we're arguing about here. But definition right. number one is def- definitely a pile of people in a bed having sex. <laughs> you you, you know, like my fourth grade understanding of an orgy? Two story. After I posted it, my mom sent me a text saying, well, "Hey, wait, 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 hey we're recording. I don't know what your true story." <laughs> You're talking about his mom. Oh nope, I know better. Than, nope. No, yeah, I was saying after I, I posted it today, my mom sent me a text like, "Hey, when you get a message, uh, when you get the message, call me." I'm like, your thing's okay. Hey, she's like, "I need to talk to you." I'm like, "Oh shit." Uh, <laughs> I haven't called it. I'm probably gonna uh, talk to her probably tomorrow. Be like, Mom, I got this new club you gotta come to. It's great. Everybody's super friendly. And it's pretty easy to get massages. And dude, my mom would kick my ass so hard. You're talking about That's the woman. Call her. My, you're talking about the woman that called my mother to make sure it was okay for you to come hang out with us. Yeah. It was. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> dude. Yeah, so. Dude, uh, dude, true story. Like, like my mom. Uh, honestly, man, that's why DJ. Like, 
I appreciate your mom so much because if it wasn't for your mom, I wouldn't be able to go a lot of places. Like, seriously, like, real shit. Like, my mom would be like, where you going? Oh, we're going to play basketball at BJ's house today. We might play video games. With my mom was like, wait a minute. And your mom always knew that my mom was going to call. She, she always said, <laughs> in good hands. Don't worry. I'll feed him. Just stand in third. And my mom was like, but you go over there and embarrass me. I said, mom, we good. So... <laughs> did, did she not know who else was coming over there? She's worried about you being the one to embarrass her. God. Uh, two of them played. Two of them who remained nameless played keep away in my Sean Kemp jersey. Oh, I tell you what, I never wanted to hit anybody with a stick so damn hard in my life. Son of a bitch. But, but man, they love you, man. Oh man, I love, every time I see those guys, I love, I love talking to them. I saw a Duke a couple weeks ago. Yeah, yeah. Man. Oh man, it was some good times, dude. There's some good times. Yeah. I'll tell you one thing I remember. Adam, you know how big I y'all know how big I was in school. I was just a scrawny little scrawny thing. Seventh grade, man. And both y'all knew me in seventh grade. Seventh grade, they're all like, hey man, come play some football. And I'm like, okay. I go back there. It's bull and it's bull and uh Jumba on the field. These are two people who left high school four years before and are easily 250 plus pounds. I'm seventh grade, Adam. Seventh grade was the only year I qualified for the weight limit in youth football. <laughs> not fifth grade, not sixth grade, only seventh grade. <laughs> so I go up there, first play, they give the ball to one of the 250 pounders. I have never heard anybody get slapped or I've never heard a high five or anything that was that loud. Crack! Right in the middle of the field. I, I left. <laughs> I left. I'm not tackling anybody. I'm not catching anything. Dude, they invited me to play one time with Cheeseburger. Oh. <laughs> cheeseburger's been 300 pounds since Cheeseburger's been Cheeseburger. This is exactly. That's the reason why it's called Cheeseburger. cheeseburger. Cheeseburger is the reason I have left shoulder problems. And and all all tackle him? No. Yes. There's a loose ball. There's... That was a dumbass You did? Idea. Yes. You did? It's like you running into tackling? a Volkswagen. <laughs> I mean, a Mack truck. See? <laughs> it's proof that Adam is stupid. <laughs> Bro, uh, you tried to know there was cheeseburger? Yes, tell did us you, the story. Did you got his legs at least? Yeah. Can you pull your teeth out now? <laughs> <laughs> so all I remember is that the 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 ball was probably at the two yard line where because we we're playing on Susan Street. And he got the ball and, I, and everyone's just kind of scattered. I'm sitting there going, What the <laughs> fuck am I gonna do? This was, was this side, was in Adam. high school? That yes. Was this was biggest cheeseburger? Yes. But I think were we out there? Was this like me, you, David Trump, Tony Saffinall? Probably. Oh, man. I want to remember this so bad. <laughs> Too much marijuanas. AK, man, that was a sign when everybody scattered. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man. No way. It, it, it's like being a passenger in my Titanic. You see the rats leave. You're like, oh, what just happened? <laughs> You should just be lucky you didn't bite clean through your tongue or something. Yeah. You consider yourself lucky. My cheeseburger yeah. incident, I'll, we're just going to keep calling him cheeseburger. I'm not releasing his real name. I'm going yeah. to look it up and be like, I got some cheeseburger. See why I call him cheeseburger. <laughs> Walk around like blue. What, what was his name in uh, the Popeye cartoon? I'll gladly pay you to, uh, to uh, tomorrow for a cheeseburger today. Was it Otis? Oh, I can't remember. Uh, it's a cheeseburger guy. Guy. Dang it. I screwed the whole thing up with a reference. But um, <laughs> we were in the gym playing basketball and there was a loose ball and you know, I suck, so I have to hustle. So I ran over and dove on the loose ball. He dove on my arm. My hand's on a basketball, and he dove on my shoulder. My armpit slapped the gym floor. So to this day, when I have shoulder surgery in 10 years, I'm like, damn you, cheeseburger. <laughs> oh, I'll never forget that because the, the gym floor was so cold on my armpit. I was like, oh. And my, I, it, I'm not a doctor, but it felt like it went out and in. Mm. 
it was sore did. it was sore for like a week <laughs> it probably did man but i would play basketball with cheeseburger man like he knew that if he boxed people out he would like make them go like maybe 15 feet Dude, so he, he didn't even box people out. he just stand there <laughs> well we would play with him we would play uh we would play at the park and when he boxed you out dude people would, like falling to the grass and shit and i'm like there's no way this dude boxed me out. You know, if he gets rebound, he just get it. I ain't jumping with him. I'm not battling with him or anything. None of that. Because he boxed <laughs> people out. They falling all over the place, bro. Just, uh, I mean, it's basically no different than you getting behind your car and your wife backing up and trying to box out. <laughs> There's no difference. <laughs> There's no difference in seventh grade you trying to box out cheeseburgers and that right there. He was a grown man. There was like yeah. three of them at Oak Park that were grown men. One of them was oh, George yeah. Davis. Mm-hmm. One of them was George Davis. One of them was... Oh, I tried um, to box him out, too. That was a dumbass idea, too. God, George was, dunk- <laughs> George was dunking at like 260 pounds in seventh grade. It's crazy. He was. Hey, did y'all say he just got married? Yeah, he did just get yeah. married. Yeah, congratulations to G. Yeah, yes. big G. Yeah. Classmate getting married. Exactly. He's like... He's strong, too, man. Like... Yeah, he, he he's no like, lifting weight strong. He's just like... Right. Country boy strong. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So, anyways, before it gets too late and we come go completely off the rails, I do want to do our NFL picks. Oh, we are way off the rails if we're getting back to that now. (laughs) So, I'm going to quote the late great Keith Jackson. He he had a quote about the Michigan Penn State game one year. He's like, "Well, they asked me what I thought, told him what I thought, and then I realized I don't know what goddamn thing." And that's how I feel. We missed every single game last week. You feel? I've missed every single game this year. (laughs) <laughs> my my reckless Brett Favre style of picking games is not working. This is wow, not cool. Bro. No, I've thrown as many interceptions as I have touched them. Yeah. <laughs> like we we have a sports podcast. We're supposed to know what we're talking about. And <laughs> wait, bullshit. None of them know what the hell they're talking about. They're all doing what we do, and that's why we're doing it because we're just as qualified as they are. The only thing is <laughs> we don't get to talk to athletes. If they'd fucking <laughs> let us talk to athletes, we'd know more stuff. Okay, before before we go on, what is the difference between our podcast and what the Manny brothers are doing? I don't know. I've been yelling all, uh, tonight. Oh, what they're doing? That's yeah. hilarious, by the way. Yeah. That's but, all I mean, we're doing. Is... We're just sitting in on them watching a the game, which is awesome. Yeah. yeah. But, I mean, other than being the Manny brothers, is there any really, like, difference of structure? No, no, it's completely off the rails most of the time. <laughs> they're trying to accomplish They're trying to accomplish something, and then Eli will say something stupid. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I love it. I've Actually, I watched most of that game yesterday like that. And I think we talked about it last week, but I still can't, mm-hmm. can't get that quote that Eli said out of his head about asking Ray Lewis if he'd rather have a Peyton Manning's helmet full of quarters or $10,000. <laughs> 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 uh, that's just going to last me weeks, just like Jerry Jones' salt for the, uh, sausage muffin. <laughs> mm. It warms my heart to know that that's happening. <laughs> it warms Jerry's heart from all the friction. <laughs> So we're, we're gonna we're gonna try this again this week, and hopefully one of us will get something right. Anyway, I don't so, want to do it. <laughs> I want to do it to see if you can go like Owen sixty four because that'd be well. Fun. I mean, I, to catch up, I basically have to pick opposite, which isn't gonna. I mean, already the percentages say you're gonna get something right. So if I pick opposite you, I'm just gonna add to the misery. <laughs> well, now you know what it's like to be a Michigan fan. You just can't oh, keep up. God damn! <laughs> no, you don't get to talk <laughs> like that this year, Dorian. You have to. We have to edit that. You have to say that. <laughs> now you notice it. but which one are we going to pick because you can't say three teams that's going to sound clunky <laughs> you got so much garbage we don't even know what the lead is yeah. so damn anyways are you um, okay i'm sorry did i make you sad i feel like it made you sad about it. i'm sorry Dory. the magic you hey, look 
Really, it is what it is. I've I've accepted the fact that we're we're dumpster fire and we're just waiting for next year's uh, draft. No, you're a so, whole you're a whole entire dumpster fire. So hot <laughs> that the dumpster water has also caught fire. <laughs> exactly, and because there's gasoline at the bottom of it. So the only icing um, on the cake is when you lose the Florida State that lost oh, the Jacksonville oh, State. Oh, oh no 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 no! I'm not talking about college football. I'm talking about the Jaguar. Oh, I'm talking about your whole shitty football life. Oh, yeah, 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 it, it, uh, it pretty much sucks. It does. No, no, sports in general for me sucks oh, I'm right now. slapped when he sees so. me. He's slapped right in the head. <laughs> but think, think about this. I accept reality. I, my Bullshit. Bullshit. Adam and I brought you to reality after the draft. That's what we did. Don't say you accepted reality. I, I'm what it was, say, I, I was excited. I will learn editing tools. I will teach myself this shit. And I will cut up <laughs> clips of that show. I will add them. And I'll I got send the raw Adam. data. Oh, Adam's got raw data. Listen, listen. Adam's I was excited data. and I was going home until. You were orgasmic. Matter of fact, that's where you learned the word. No, that's Jason Biggs. Excited. Party you had. That's Jason Biggs from American Pie excited. Hmm. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> he, he bought one of the Jaguar heads and he was humping it all the way home. <clears throat> <clears throat> Guys, crazy. Say, what's going on? <laughs> Nothing, honey. <laughs> no, he just nutted. That's that's completely different. <laughs> mm. uh, but Tebow, just joking. It was it me. was a Trevor Lawrence Halloween mask. It wasn't a Jaguar head. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Moving on. <laughs> Try to get us canceled before we start. Cincinnati and Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh is a four and a half point favorite. Lead it off, Dorian. I led off college. You lead off the NFLs. Um, I'm gonna pick. Oh, they're playing in Pittsburgh. I'm picking. Pittsburgh. In Pittsburgh. I'm picking Pittsburgh. They're in Cincinnati. I, I would have picked Cincinnati, but they're in Pittsburgh. BJ. Pittsburgh's defense is scary. I'm going Pittsburgh. See, here, here's something. Remember last year? Actually, I think it was one of our first episodes. We talked about how Pittsburgh was fraudulent last year. Yes. They went started 11 and 0, and then lost to Washington, and then kind of the wheels fell off. Since they were 11 and 11. Year. They are now two and five, including the the disaster that was the playoffs. I don't trust them. I just don't. I, I'm picking Cincinnati. <sighs> I just remembered TJ Watts likely to be out also. Mm. I'm not. I'm not going to do that. I'm not going back. I don't do that. No flippy no. floppies. Um, so the next game is. I don't know why I had St. Louis here. It's actually the Rams. So Tampa Bay and the Los Angeles Rams. Why is that even? I really have no idea. Can you help me? Can you help me explain this to me? Because like, Stafford. I, Probably. So you've watched the Bucks, you being the, the, the uh, odds makers, you've watched the Bucks and noticed that they've roasted every defense they've come up against. And you think the Rams are going to keep pace. Whatever. I mean, you know, it's just good to see. And it's inspiring to me that stupid people can get jobs too. <laughs> it, it means okay. the three of us have a chance. Okay. So when, when I made these pick these games yesterday it was even okay now it's a tampa's favored by one which is still a weird line yeah i don't i'm trying to see what they see do they think aaron donald's playing all positions (laughs) and is jalen ramsey gonna cover chris godwin antonio brown and mike evans like i'm trying to i'm i'm really asking questions here exactly i mean i I forgot about gronkowski didn't even mention gronkowski he's got four touchdowns this season so far and i i I don't get it because that tampa defense can can contain the rams offense Right. Yeah. So well, the, the 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 Bucks defense has already been tested to its max already. Yeah. Right. So I'm, I'm you can you can say I'm being a homer with the Cowboys or whatever, but the fact remains it might be the best <laughs> offensive football at the end of the day. Yeah. And if the Bucks can win that game, it it stands to reason to believe they're going to beat most offenses with their defense. And Brady is rolling right now. Yeah. yeah. So I just don't see I don't see the Rams coming on top of the Bucks, and that line is absolutely stupid. Tampa Bay. So don't it's, trade, it's, it's, it's trademark. Don't type it. Okay. <laughs> when you get sued, <laughs> the shinny. Um, 
I'm going to have to agree. I'm going to go with Tampa Bay. You scared I mean, me. You're sitting there thinking. I'm like, he sees what the oddsmakers see. What do you see? No, the the only thing was it, it just it's it's hard to go against Brady. And the thing is, it's it's going to be a close game. I do believe it's going to be a close game, but I trust Brady. You know, he's proven time and time again. If I have the ball under five minutes, I'm nine times out of ten going to win this game. So I, I'm going to go with Brady. Yeah, and, Brady and that's won. the thing. Like the I, I still I have no idea what the oddsmakers are seeing, BJ. I'm to your point. I, it's, I just, I'm I dumbfounded. And what also gets me is it's moved by a full point in 24 hours. Can I ask you this? Would this have any bearing on how the game is watched? Would more people watch it because the line is a little goofy like this and they might be able no. to make some money on it? Or No. No bearing at all? No. Then I, then I can't make any sense out of it. I don't see one reason why this game is even or one point. No. And, and, and the fact that, that so many people have bet on Tampa to move the line by a full point in 24 hours tells me that, that Tampa Tampa's going to win. I mean, I, 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 just, I, I, don't, I am dumbfounded. I don't understand it. Yeah. Dumb, dumbest line so far. <clears throat> dumbest line of the year so, that we've noticed. Um, the next one is Green Bay versus San Francisco. Dorian. Now right. this, the, again, this line was taken yesterday um, before Aaron, you know, decided to actually play football again. Um, and it's moved down a little bit. It was four. Now it's three and a half. If that means anything. Yeah. Um, I'm thinking about uh, San Francisco's defense. Their their uh, their D line versus the offensive line of Green Bay. Um, I'm going with San Francisco. I'm going with San Francisco. I think I think they'll pull out win. Double Aaron. I'm going double Aaron. A Aaron. Um, yep. Aaron. It was Aaron Jones and Aaron yep. Rodgers. Double Aaron. Yep. And um. I'm I'm sticking by my earlier statement where the douchier Aaron's offseason is, the the higher level he will play. He added an extra week of douchiness to the first <laughs> week of the season. This league is in trouble. You're about to see back-to-back MVP years by the mustache. See, my my problem is that that 49ers defensive line against a banged up offensive line from at Green Bay. And it's just I didn't I, hear you factor in the douche level of Aaron Rodgers. No, <laughs> you don't. You do not take my. You do not take my uh, equation seriously. No, I do not. So I'm, I'm going with the Niners and and BJ. You might make up a game. I might hopefully on you. That would be nice. <laughs> hey, both. Dorian. Of you. Oh yeah, the Dorian picks San Francisco too. Okay, okay. So, um, yeah. The final the final game we have this week is San Diego and Kansas City. Uh, I don't see Kansas City losing back to back, so I'm picking Kansas City. That's a pretty solid defense. And watching that whole game because they played the Cowboys last week, I watched the whole game. Um, they sat their safeties back pretty far. That keeps Tyreek in front of you. That keeps Nicole Hardman in front of you. Keeps Travis <laughs> Kelsey in front of you. Um, I'm going Chargers Actually, because I don't, I don't think it's San Diego anymore. I think it's Los Angeles, but yeah, yeah. Same, same concept. We're old, whatever. Yeah, whatever. See, the the problem with San Diego is. I watched that game too because I was watching to see if, if Herbert could actually do something. They keep shooting themselves in the foot. They had what two touchdowns called back because of penalties. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know that that's a young team. They're going to make mistakes like that. I, I Dorian, I agree with you. I I don't see Kansas City losing two games in a row. I I just don't. Um, I could I could make up two games. Oh, look at that. In that crowd, you called it last week, uh, AK, yeah. or a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Oh, that, that place is loud. Proud, yeah. That place is loud. Yeah. Ooh, no doubt. It's tough. And I just, and uh, go ahead. I'm sorry, Adam. No, it's just, I, I'm all about Kansas City. I, I personally did not like the way Baltimore reacted when they beat Kansas City last week. I mean, it, it looked like Baltimore won the Super Bowl. It was the equivalent of tearing down the goalpost after beating somebody you're supposed yeah. to beat. You know what I mean? Like, it was, yeah. It, yeah, no, it's too early. You got to ride that equi- emotional wave as long as you can. It's like having your student section rush the field when you beat an FCS team. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. And I should have put a bad taste watching them 
we, you know, go around the field and high five each other and talk shit. I'm I'm sure, you know, they're gonna come out with a vengeance. And I and I won't be surprised if Tariq Hill has a monster game this next game. And it's like, you know, by the way, guys, they're not the defending Super Bowl champ, so calm down. Right. <laughs> like uh, that was that was a couple of years ago. You're a little late. There's somebody exactly. else you gotta worry about. Because I guarantee that wouldn't happen if they played Tampa Bay. Guaranteed. No. <laughs> I don't I'm gonna tell you this. I don't know for two reasons. One, Tampa's corners are bad enough. They called Richard Sherman. Yeah. Did you hear about that? So <laughs> yeah. that's not a good thing. And Lamar Jackson can negate offensive bad offensive line play or good defensive line play. He can just wipe it right out. So do you think if Tampa Bay if they would have played Baltimore, you think um they would send or they would have like eight in a box? And dare him to throw it? I don't know if they can with their cornerback situation the way it is. Mm. Anybody gets down their third and fourth corners in trouble in this league. The receivers are highly skilled. Yeah, because I think that if if Tampa or if I was defensive coordinator, I would have Devin White like shadow Lamar. He's the fastest. He's probably the fastest defensive player that can shadow Lamar enough to kind of, you know, disrupt him and make Lamar think, you know. I don't. This is just my opinion. I don't like mm-hmm. designating one person as the shadow because then that's just something he can count on. If you can make it to where another linebacker may be slightly slower, but if he can handle it for a couple plays mm-hmm. and you do it back and forth, it's just one more thing they have to estimate. I got you. You know, so I don't like that just the one guy thing because even a, another NFL linebacker is going to be able to cause Lamar a problem. He might not get to him. He can move him, though. So. That's my thing. I don't like the designated guy. I want I want a couple people that can do it. I might rotate him in and out, have him on the field at both times so we can have him guessing. Yeah. And I don't I don't like the spy just in general because to me it takes away a defender from the rest of the field. Yeah. Gotcha. But but the thing, but in Lamar's case, like he's not, I mean, are you really worried about his passing? You're more worried about his throw. So if we can, there's a way that you can have someone shadow him to kind of like keep him honest. Like I'm sure they're not gonna be worried about him throwing, you know, towards the sidelines to, to make a first down, things of that nature. Because because he's he's not impactful throwing the ball. I will say this about Lamar though. He does this thing and we saw it to where when when he rolls out and when someone is about to, to tackle him for some reason he has this thing where he finds people in the middle of the field. Like he he knows how to like zero in on Andrews or or Hollywood Brown coming over the middle. So that's something for defenses to take a look at, too. Like, he does uh, some type of, I don't know, Houdini, whatever. He always finds someone over the middle. He, he rolls right, looks, looks, and you think everyone is covered, and then he finds someone miraculously in the middle of the field. So you're just saying force him down the sideline. Play the middle of the field, force him down the sideline. Yeah, and trust – and. um yeah, and just trust your uh, defense to sit there and force them to throw it. Like, like of course, you couldn't do that with a, a Mahomes or you can't do that with a mm-hmm. Russell Wilson, but someone like Lamar is like, I'll tell you, we dare you to beat us strong. I don't like playing man against Lamar because now yeah. I got three or four guys turning their back and running away. From got you. So yeah. zone <laughs> working. <laughs> yeah, but which might be when he finds people around the middle. Thank you. And yeah, that's yeah, exactly that's what I was about to say. That's, that's where the tight end goes over the middle and sits down. Yeah, that's true. So that's yeah. where he puts you in the catch 22. That's true. Um, I'm glad I'm not defensive coordinator. <laughs> not for that guy. <laughs> not for that guy. <laughs> right. Jeez. One of the statuesque quarterbacks is like, man, he's going to throw it or run it, but I don't have to worry about him leaving. Exactly. So, guys, that, that'll wrap up our, our week. We're, we're actually right at time. Oh, man. I know. We didn't have to talk about fantasy this week. Oh, darn. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, this has been Sandlot Sports. Want more Sandlot Sports? Follow us on Facebook at Sandlot Sports and on Twitter at Podcast Sandlot.